Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. Boom! This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in. Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back. Today, every day is Saturday podcast. Uh, I want to talk today about the inner self-talk, the mindset uh, that it takes to be successful. Uh, I always thought that making money would be the hardest part about leaving my job or finding any kind of success with podcasting, speaking, and things like that. But the real battle was in the mind, in my mind. You know, and I hear this a lot from individuals as well that you know they schedule a Zoom call, we have a conversation, and really. You know, yeah, they want to monetize their message. They would love to, you know, do great things in that area. But what they really want to do is they want to know that their voice matters. They want to find their voice. And I get it. That's where I started. I mean, I started in that arena of, you know, you're just beaten down. Can we just, can we talk without any filters today? Not like we don't on every podcast, but there's a lot of negative people in your life. Uh, Your family, your friends, they're not bad people but they have a lot of negative things to say and they have a lot of negative things to say about you and your journey. You know, it's not that they want to see you fail. They just don't want to see you succeed. And (laughs) therein lies a big problem because these are the people that you're spending the most time with or have had spent the most time with in your life. You feel like they're the ones that know you the best. So when they have something to say, that's not kind well, geez, they might, you know, that stings. They might be right. Well, well, they don't know you the best because the time that you have by yourself and that alone time, those thoughts that you have when you're all alone, they don't hear those. You know, they're not inside your head when you're driving in the morning to work or to the gym or to the grocery store. They're, they're not with you when you're laying in bed at night and you close your eyes and you allow yourself to dream, big, big dreams. They, they're not around for that. You probably don't share a lot of that. So when you do start to share that type of message with them, they're like, what? What are you talking about? Like, so that was always the biggest battle for me. It wasn't, you know, could I make money? Could I succeed? It's like, could I ever sustain it? Because I was going to have to transform my entire self. Like I had to literally transform who I was. And that's a big task. It's a big word. Transformation is a big, big word. A lot of people throw it around. But very few people will engage in that transformational process and then stay in that process to see it through because they know they're going to lose that approval of other individuals that are in their life. It's a battle. So how do you combat it? What do you do? Well, I think one of the first things you need to do is to come to grips with this is your journey. It's nobody else's. You know, If they want to cheer, great. If they want to boo, that's great too. Water off a duck's back. You know, you can't have that disease to please where, you know, you want someone to love you or love your message or love this movement that you put together so much so that if you don't get that, 
then it's going to have a negative impact on you, you know? And I think that's a big thing. How, get, getting started is big, you know? Again, a word that's thrown around a lot. Well, just get started. I say it all the time. You don't have to get it right. You just need to get going. And momentum becomes the snowball that slowly builds going downhill and creates momentum and grows bigger and bigger and bigger. But a lot of individuals can't even get the snowball going down the hill because they're looking back instead of focusing on pushing it. They're looking back at, is anybody watching? What are they thinking? What are they saying? I know what they used to say about me. What if they were right? You know, I'll never forget. I mean, I worked at the parks department back in my hometown one summer, and uh, I was mowing lawns and picking up garbage every day. It was five days a week, making four twenty-five an hour, and um, it was a summer job. Great summer job. You know, you're outside mowing lawns all day, getting a great tan. How can you argue with that? Excited fact, I had to be to work at seven a.m. That was that was kind of a challenge after Thursday night uh, quarter beers night, but nonetheless, your boy showed up. But I remember one time I made a mistake and uh, I ran over with a lawnmower. I ran over, um, you know, those spikes. I don't know if you know, uh, a telephone. Is it the telephone pole that has a wire going all the way down to the ground? And then there's a spike that anchors that wire. Well, whatever it was, the wire wasn't there. The telephone pole was old and it wasn't hadn't been taken out. But I didn't see the spike in the ground. And my lawnmower ran over that metal spike cut the mower blade in half and sent it flying down the street in a neighborhood. Now, thank God nobody was around because this thing, I mean, it would have hurt somebody. I mean, it was a propeller, like a helicopter blade flying down the street, half of a lawnmower blade going down. I was like, oh, boy. And uh, I was so fearful of having to, when we went back to the shop, because I had to drive the truck, put the mower in the back of the pickup, drive it back to the shop, show the mower to my boss, and then explain how I chopped the lawnmower blade in half. And so the whole way there, I'm trying to think, well, what should I say? Should I say it? You know what? I'll just tell them the truth. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen when you tell the truth? You know, the story never changes. I made a mistake. So I said, hey, boss, uh, had an issue with the mower. He goes, ah, what's going on? Because he never wanted to see it. Once we left for the morning, we weren't allowed to come back till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Stay out there, brown bag your lunch, you know, take an hour, half hour, whatever it was, eat where you are, stop mowing, and then get back to work. So when I drove back into the shop with the pickup truck, uh, that was a red flag. And he came out and he's like, oh, what the hell are you doing, Crowley? What are you doing back here? I go, yeah, you know what, boss? Had a little bit of a hiccup with the mower this morning. Well, let me see it. What happened? I go, well, you know, like the blade cut in half. There's a blade cut in half. How the hell is the blade cut in half? Yeah, you know, I'm not quite sure. I think I ran over something there, boss man. He goes, you know something, Crowley? You're stupid from the ankles up. I'm like, oh, oh, boy. I never heard that one before. Uh, well, geez, that's not very complimentary, I was thinking to myself. And I didn't say anything. I'm 19 years old. I needed the job. I needed the money. Um, I knew this guy wasn't a huge fan of mine anyway. Not quite sure why. I think he just, I don't think he liked very many people. Just kind of throw me in the hopper with all those people. But I was 19 years old. So that was uh, 35, 36 years ago. And I still remember it like it happened yesterday. What are the things do you remember? That, now, first of all, that didn't stay with me at all. I actually tell that story, and I laugh a lot about it. Tell it, tell it over a beer, you know, here and there when it comes up, especially when I'm with my old buddies. Like, hey, remember when you worked at the parks department and you ran over that telephone pole spike? I'm like, yeah. Remember when he said you were stupid from the ankles up? Oh, yeah, I sure do. Oh, boy, what a great summer that was, summer of 87. But 
what things have been said to you in your life that you use as an anchor to keep you in this quicksand where you can't move forward? Is it a spouse? Is it a family member? Is it a best friend who said something that was pretty hurtful? They probably was kind of a throwaway line. Like, what are you doing that for? What? Is that another thing you're going to try? Remember the last thing you tried that didn't work? Or, hey, don't you have a job? What are you doing this? Like, I thought you had a job. Is everything okay? <laughs> People start wondering if you're okay because you decided to transform. Isn't that crazy? You know, you've decided to step into your greatness and people are asking, are you okay? Is everything all right with you? I get it, man. And so I'm telling you, the easiest part about this journey will be the monetization part. I'm not saying it's easy, all right, because anything worth having is going to be hard work. You're going to put in the work. But if you consider having a dream, acting on that dream, winning and learning hard work, then sign me up for that. Hard work to me is 45 years in the corporate game or blue-collar game that you don't enjoy only to be put out the pasture with your whatever retirement is, and then you die five years later. That, to me, is a lot harder game. I like the winning and the learning. I love it. It's called the process, okay? But you'll find the easiest thing to do is to earn income doing something that you really love to do. The hardest thing to do is is to get rid of that disease to please and all of those comments that are rattling around in your mind regardless of your age that'll take you back to a time when you felt like you or your voice didn't matter. You lacked significance and those little voices are to remind you of that time. Get them out of your head. Put them to the back, man. I mean, the, I use those for motivation. I, I believe you can do the exact same thing. Rather than allowing them to disempower you or to hold you back, use that as motivation to show them when you succeed how great you are. You're not doing it for them, but if you're going to keep those voices in your mind, you got a choice. You can allow it to hold you back or you can allow it to be that rocket fuel that propels you forward. All right, choose the latter. Allow it to be the rocket fuel that moves you forward. All right. I hope this message helped. I hope it planted a seed in good soil today. Good soil. That's what we're looking for. Share it with a friend who needs to know that their voice matters. And when you're ready to launch your movement, go to launchmymovement.com and let's have a conversation, you and I. All right, let's do it. Say it with me, gang. Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.